0: What's up you guys, it's your host Rafael Matuszewski and I already screwed up this intro once and hopefully this is the one that sticks but um, I have another compilation episode for you guys where I've chosen a handful of episodes where they fall into this category of just coaching advice. And I realized that these four episodes in particular are conversations that I've had with clients in the last 10 years that have always kind of stuck around in my head and they keep coming up over and over again. So I was like, you know what? I need to put these into one solid episode. So if you're feeling unmotivated, this is the episode that's going to help you get past this hump. Because one, I start with an episode where it literally is called advice I give to every client and then we're going to go into this concept of you're not broken when it comes to fitness and health and I'm not saying an injury but more mentally like there's nothing holding you back and I kind of dive deep into this episode and this was one of my most listened and watched episodes when I started filming myself um... Doing these podcasts, so highly recommend you try to get through this entire episode. And then we go into a topic called Fitness is Not Punishment. This industry, this fitness and health industry, is so terrible for this. If you go onto any kind of social media or anything that depicts the fitness industry, we use exercise and food as punishment. It's insane to me. We should not be doing that. And I hammer that topic out in that episode. And lastly, um, we talk about how happiness is key when it comes to fitness and health. If you really think about it, if you are not happy in your life, you are not healthy in your life. And we need to use fitness and health to create that happiness. But if you're doing shit that's not making you happy, you got to look at some other options. So I'm gonna stop blabbing. Let's get right into this compilation episode. Here we go. Somewhere around there. It's Saturday. I'm excited because most of my ideas for these solo episodes occur to me in the shower when I'm thinking about random shit. And today's topic is the advice I give to every single new client. I thought this would be a good episode because, again, a lot of you are brand new to my podcast or started listening three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, and you haven't gone through the entire Cut the Shit, Get Fit history just yet, and a lot of times when I say those golden nuggets, people miss them, and I wanted to compile it all together together to what I say now to clients because you know three years ago the way I spoke to clients was a whole nother story so I think it would be a good idea to bring up what I talk to what I say to a brand new person you know starting their journey but before we do that I gotta do some shout outs because that's what I do in my solo episodes so the number one new city where I'm located, Langley, British Columbia, Canada. Shout out to everyone in Langley listening to my show. Super, super awesome. Humbled. Just freaking awesome. Number two, not too far away from where I live, maybe a 30 to 40 minute drive depending on the traffic, we got Vancouver. Shout out to everyone in Van City listening to my show. Super awesome. And number three, which I am super, super excited about is a city out in Greece called Samos. Most likely I mispronounced that, so anyone from Greece, let me know how to pronounce that properly. Number four I wanted to get into, all the way in Germany, the city of Munich. Shout out to everyone in Germany listening to my show. I don't think you've been on my top ten before, so that's really freaking cool. And number six. Um country called kuwait and the city in kuwait is called also called kuwait so shout out to everyone in kuwait listening to my show super cool i don't think you've ever been on my radar on my show before so thank you thank you thank you for listening to my show all right on to the juicy stuff all right anytime i start with a brand new person It usually starts with an assessment, but I always begin with, you know, what are your goals? I always get the same blanket answer of I want weight loss, but I always try to figure out what's the real reason, what's really behind that weight loss. And I kind of call this kind of the peeling back the onion layers, as you might have heard from other coaches or other podcasts, whatever, Most people are always going to be surface, but I want to dig down deep and figure out why. From there, I would say 99% of every person that I see when they come in for their first day, they've had a yo-yo type of experience when it comes to weight loss. They've been in and out of the gym. They were really, really consistent, and then they stopped, and now they're kind of here, and they feel helpless, and they've... Need to get out of it. A lot of times, these same people used to go to the gym like five to six days a week. They, um, you know, meal prep, they were like eating super clean, and, you know, life happens, things happen, and they fell out of their routine, their habits, and now, you know, they're 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight, they may have an injury, blah, 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 blah. The single piece of advice that I give to every single person baby steps people already know what they need to do and they always think back to when they were at their fittest what they were doing and that's what they expect they need to do right off the bat to get to where they're at and I tell every single person that you know Sure, you can start five days a week coming from nothing the last 10 years, but how long realistically would you be able to, you know, do that? How long would you be able to hold that up with things like kids, your job, this, that, and all the other bullshit you're dealing with in your life right now? I tell them always start with one day in the gym, one walk per week. One jog per week, one, whatever it is. some sort of physical exercise. one. And it might sound like it's going to be slow. It's going to be, um, you know, boring, it's going to be not as fast as you want it to be, but really ask yourself, whatever you've been doing the last year, two years, decade? with your multiple attempts to get to what you were before, did those ever work? No. So why not try the opposite of what you think is going to work? That's the true key to success when it comes to fitness and health. I tell this story to every brand new client. I tell them I'm the worst salesman in the world because I had one person come up to me. They knew that I was you know, a pretty good coach in the gym I was training at, and they wanted to train with me specifically. And because of, you know, my good customer service results with clients in the past, they were like, you know what, Raph, I'm going to sign up with you five days a week for the next three months, and we're going to crush this thing of getting to my goal. And I'm like, cool, yeah, awesome. As a coach, especially a young coach, the idea of selling a personal training package let alone private one-on-one sessions, because back then, that was the whole craze. Five days a week at about 80 bucks an hour, like, that's a big-ass investment. And in my head, I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to make a ton of money. Because I was also a contractor at the time, and I got to keep 70% of what I brought in. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to make bank on this client. But luckily me being a good human being and a good coach I knew that him signing up for 3 months only doing 5 days a week is probably not the best investment for him so I told him you know that's great that you have this motivation you want to do 5 days a week awesome, but answer me this when was the last time you trained 5 days a week consistently the guy said never and I'm like, let's start with one. And I started to explain to him, like, if you've never done it before, and I've seen other people do this mistake, and they've all fallen on their face, and you know what, maybe I've seen one client out of my 10 years of training commit to five days a week, and I'm talking about a client who's your you know typical general population person who has kids, a spouse, a full-time job, Whereas me training a 21-year-old woman competing in figure that doesn't work and has unlimited funds by their parents, like, a whole another story. Going back, the guy was, like, shocked that I said this. And I'm like, no, we're going to do one day a week. At the two-month mark, when you are consistent on every single appointment, week in, week out, I will allow you to come see me a second time. And then it became a challenge. So this guy was, like, even more motivated to prove me wrong. And lo lo and behold, two months go by, he started going two days a week. And I'm like, awesome. And I told him, the next two months, same thing. You don't miss one appointment. We'll bump you up to three. And it continued. When we got to three, and he was consistent, and he's like, all right, let's do two days. And I'm like, you know what? Save your money because I want you to commit for the long haul. At this point, he was already with me for six months, already seeing great results. And I'm like, I want to challenge you to stay, stick with me for another year. Take the money that you budgeted for five days a week and put it towards a vacation with your family. He took me up on that challenge three days a week, consistently, never missed a day. For a year, fitness became part of his lifestyle. He started going on hikes on the weekend with his family, started cycling, started hiking, started just doing things that he never did in his life. I changed his life at the end of that year of consistently training the dude was shredded mid forties and shredded and he said that he can't believe that this actually happened and then we always and i honestly i kept this client for six years six years this is the difference I tell this story to every single new client that I all want them to start with one day a week and make it a non-negotiable. When it becomes part of your life, you add a second day. Because we all have our shit going on, and sometimes when stress goes high, the first thing we lose is our time at the gym. You need to make it a number one priority in your life, By only making a commitment to one hour a week and having enough room to adjust during the week, if you had a meeting, had a recital or whatever you had to go to, you could always reschedule in that week compared to having five appointments. It's a whole different story. With this advice that I've given to every single client, all of them have been successful in different ways, not just aesthetically but mental health improved, their relationships with their spouse, friends have improved, and many of these clients are still with me today. Right now, my longest client that I've had has been eight years. Imagine that. That person starting with me from the very beginning with one day a week, moving up to two and three, and now she's with me two days a week, and hasn't stopped. Even though I moved gyms that made her drive another 15 minutes, still f- followed me. This is what I'm trying to achieve. I want people to make fitness and health as part of their life and not something that they just have to do. When I can do that, even if I you know, move to the country and move over to Germany because they were my top listeners and they want me to go over there. I don't know. Say I had to move from to a different country. These clients that I have had for years, they will continue training for the rest of their life. That's the kind of change I want to make with people, and that's the kind of change you, the listener, you know, your clients if you're a coach listening, you need to instill in them to help them become successful with their health. So many people are looking for, like, a 30-day bun-blaster workout cleanse bullshit to undo years and decades of inactivity and poor eating. You know? They got to that point where they feel like they need to start doing something about their health over years and decades of terrible eating and inactivity being super active and eating clean for 30 days is not going to undo that it doesn't make sense even from a financial point of view telling your client to go with one day a week or you personally as a fitness enthusiast that's looking to hire a coach with one day a week it's more manageable long term and you know over the, this decade of me training my prices have gone up but those people that I've been training for years, I've never changed their price because I value people being loyal to their health and wellness. I'm going to stop there because it's getting to 15 minutes and I want to keep these to 10. But this is the advice and talk I literally give to every single new person I chat with. As listeners, it's your host. Rafal Matuszewski and I'm going solo and I'm also for the first time in a long time filming this so every screw up is going to be a part of this episode if you're listening and if you're watching I apologize because I've mentioned this on a couple times on my show that a lot of times when I speak I have so many ideas running Through my mind like crazy that I want to just get out there and then sometimes my words are not fast enough so what happens is I blend words together and form a new like language and it's super embarrassing and it happens all the time and especially when I'm working with patients or clients it fucking sucks so this might be another um, showcase of my inability to speak. And who has thought that this dingus here that can't speak has a podcast. Anyway, this is episode 262, I believe. One, two, I think it's two. And again, I'm going to try to keep this to only 10 minutes. I like to keep these short, you know, straight to the point. Um, And I want to talk about a topic that I think a lot of people need to hear Especially as we go into this new year where people want to, you know, change their life for the better in the health and fitness department. And the topic is really simply put you're not broken, you're perfectly fine the way you are. But every single bit of marketing when it comes to fitness and health will tell you that you're broken. Here's my program. Here's my diet. Here's the 10 things you need to be eating. Here's the three things that you need to start doing in order to fix yourself. You're not broken. And I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on that in a second because we got to do shout-outs. So my handy stats for my podcast. Number one, The city and state always pops up, which is super cool. It's the state of Virginia. And the city in Virginia that's listening to me is Stafford. Hopefully, I said that correctly. Um, But yes, Virginia. Out of all the states in the US, they seem to pop up on my top 10 all the time. So, shout out to everyone in Virginia listening to my show. Maybe this means I need to go out there and visit. That beautiful state of yours. Number two, and I'm definitely going to fuck this name up. Jesus. Okay. All the way in Denmark, it's Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg. Um, yeah. Shout out to everyone in Denmark listening to my show. That is super cool. I love seeing international um, places on my top 10 um, so number 3 all the way in the UK a city called Warrington shout out to everyone in Warrington and number 4 local love here in British Columbia we got the city of Vancouver shout out to Vancouver who recently just won the title of the second best place in the world to live or some shit like that so Vancouver has always been on that those lists of like best places to live Based on whatever stat they decide. Because, you know, as a millennial, I just read the highlights of every freaking article on Facebook. Anyway, let's get into the show. This concept of you're not broken. I truly believe that every single individual on this planet holds within them the right tools to get shit done. To exceed any expectation, any goal any passion project, just anything. We have the tools inside us, but maybe we just don't know how to use them yet. You know, society and especially the marketing when it comes to your well-being will tell you how fucked up you are and make you believe that you need fixing. And only by following these rules and buying this book and buying this program, buying this mentorship, buying this retreat or whatever the fuck it is, is going to help you overcome whatever your issue is. There's billions upon billions of dollars put into this industry to make you believe that there's something wrong with you. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great stuff out there that will actually have a lot of value to help you. But most of the times the things that are getting marketed to you that's right in your face is the stuff that's been you know backed with a lot of money to, in order to get in front of you. Compared to say I don't know something like my ebook, the Ironclad Body Training System that clearly says, you know, 8 weeks to a better moving functioning body without the aches and pains. It's not going to be the first thing you see when it comes to marketing when you're looking up, you know, how to help an achy joint or how to lift when injured. Because I don't have the marketing dollars to get in front of millions of people. There are really good quality things out there that will enrich your life. But if you do some soul searching deep within you, you have those tools, Sometimes it just, you need a little push in the right direction. But I find a lot of times when people get exposed to these like self help books, self help whatever, self help motivational videos on YouTube, they have to watch every single Monday in order to, you know, get through the day, you're already pre exposed to anything. You know, say one day you were just looking for a little motivation. Whatever, like for example, sometimes I like to put on some Gary Vaynerchuk to get me going, you know, through a Wednesday. You know, now I've pre, you know, opened myself to anything else on the market that's gonna help me overcome challenges, you know, and it's, a lot of people are easily, you know, um, persuaded to believe that something that's not wrong with them is now apparently wrong with them. Like, oh my god, I've haven't been sleeping properly because this band that I saw on Facebook will tell me what best sleep cycle is going to give me the best results and like it's going to improve this and this and that. It's like or you stop worrying about the minutia of sleep cycles, best quality sleep. Circadian rhythms and just go to fucking bed at a reasonable hour and get your eight hours every day like you're supposed to you know some people get so obsessed with stats of those activity bands or you know the apple watches or whatever it is but then what do you do with that data you do nothing it just tells you how shitty you're doing in the day. And yeah, sometimes you close your rings, but is that really teaching you to improve your life? For some it works, for some it doesn't. But I would say majority of the people, it doesn't. If all these self, self-help things or activity markers, trackers, whatever you want to call them, is actually going to help so many people... Why do we have an obesity crisis and an inactivity crisis across the globe? If we take time to improve ourselves as human beings, a lot of this other stuff that you want in life will come naturally. A good example, like if you've ever read Steve Jobs from Apple, his autobiography, he had no point cared about how much money he was going to make. He cared about creating one of the best products in the world and create something that people didn't even realize they needed. Similar to Henry Ford. Same principle. He did not care about making as much money as possible. He wanted to have his vision, his dream come alive by giving people a car. And as they were so driven on their dream, all the other stuff just came with them. So a lot of times when it comes to being successful in fitness and health, I want people to be fucking obsessed with their dream and vision. I want them to be in tunnel vision when it comes to their goal and push everything out to the side and just put in the hard work, be patient, be consistent, and that's what gets you there. You buying another self-help book that's going to say something really, really similar to what you read earlier before, just in a different twist, is great. But if that's not helping you and you're not putting those things to action, focus on one thing and go tunnel vision on that shit. Remember, whatever you think, whatever people are telling you, whatever society has made you think that you're broken. You're, you are not, you have all the tools within you. You just have to take a second to search for them in here. I'm going to leave it right there. You know, I think I got that rant out. I think I got that passion out of me. And hopefully I inspired like one person listening right now. That's going to like get off their chair of you know they're driving right now home and they're like you know what fuck I'm gonna go home and meal prep I'm gonna fucking go home grab my workout gear and just go to the gym and work out or I'm gonna go home and fucking do 10 push-ups because I haven't done any push-ups in the last year or I have a pull-up bar at home and I start doing one every time I pass by it that's what I hope one little baby step could be the tipping point for your success And here I go again. I'm ranting again. What the fuck? Anyway, let's stop it there. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are amazing. Have an amazing Sunday. And let's fucking crush this upcoming week. Because remember, in my last solo episode, we're in the fourth quarter. What have you done since last week when I posted exactly a week ago to get you to your goal, closer to your goal? Have you even started? If you haven't, Fucking stop listening to me right now. I don't even care what what I have to say after. Fucking stop right now and go do shit. Get shit done. I love you guys. I only get so angry and passionate because I love every single one of you listening. Yeah, I was blown away with so much good feedback I had for my last one about, you know, how you're actually not broken and how the entire world... Of fitness and health markets to you that there is something wrong with you and you need fixing and you need this and blah 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 blah. So another similar topic to this, because when I take my dog on walks, I have all these ideas that come to me. And I was thinking about it, and a lot of weird shit happens in the fitness industry, especially when it comes to certain things and. The way we act about it and how we feel about certain things. So the one thing that I hate seeing in the fitness industry is when you eat something that's not technically healthy, you automatically have this guilt that you did something wrong. That is fucked up. Why the hell... Does food and guilt somehow go together now? I understand if you decide to chow down on the entire box of a extra large pizza, drink a six pack of beer, eat a whole cake, throw up, and then do it again right after. Sure. I think at that point, you can feel guilty in some other things that you probably need to go seek help for, but if you decide to eat a cookie and then you feel guilty after it because you're going to think that you're going to get fat or you're losing all your gains, you're going to get bloated and all this bullshit, where did this all come from? How did we somehow, in a point of history, feel guilt if we ate something that we enjoy? Like how, listen to what I just said. At what point do we, did we start feeling guilty when we ate something we enjoyed? That makes no sense. But for some reason, I don't know who started this in my industry, but the idea of you eating something bad is like the worst thing you can do in this planet. Like it's... Shocking. And then to a point where people get into fitness and health because they want to improve their health, they now become judgmental of others that don't eat like them. That if they don't fit in the box of eating out of Tupperware containers that have been measured out to the gram to fit their macros, and if you don't drink anything else other than water, you're gonna like burn in flames. It's a vicious cycle. And no wonder so many people who are struggling out there to just take the first step to better their health. They feel all this pressure coming down on them. And you know that you're, you're basically set up for failure right out of the gate. And then say you bypass all that negativity and then you go to a gym, you pass that barrier and then you start talking to these fitness people that now start judging you that, oh, you're eating carbs, oh, you're eating fat, oh, you're not on the ketogenic diet, oh, you don't do intermittent fasting, oh, I can't believe you do this, I can't believe you eat that, you're not doing bulletproof cop. like, what the fuck? When did food become this weird, obsessive thing where other people judge you, eye you up and down. Like It's such a negative space. Meanwhile, there's people out there that have been struggling for years and I've been in that position. I felt what these people feel and it's terrifying, horrible and you feel like there's no way out. And now they're going into this cycle of filth and disgusting supposedly like fitness arena and they're never going to be successful we need to take the steps to change the mindset of every person falling into the fitness world to stop taking food that we enjoy that by your standards is not healthy that if you decide to have a cookie, decide to have two slices of pizza, decide to whatever, eat whatever, not feel ashamed or guilty. Or now on the flip side, if you do uh, do eat whatever you think is not healthy, punish yourself by going to the gym. Like what the fuck? Exercise is not supposed to be a punishment. Exercise shows you the ability of what your body can do. Like, it blows my mind that people will go out drinking, partying, or having a cheat day, and then next day, you know, I'm going to hit that cardio hard. I'm going to go hit the gym hard to burn off all the crap that I ate. Now you're creating exercises, this terrible thing that you have to punish yourself with in order to get back on track. Like Every time I go into the gym, I feel so blessed to have the opportunity to do that. There are some people in this world that dream of doing what other people do in the gym, but they don't either have the confidence, the fitness level, they might be injured, whatever it is. It's a blessing for me to go into the gym and do what I do. I fucking love the feeling of trying a heavier weight, Pushing myself a little faster on the rower. Pushing myself a little faster when I'm pushing the sled. Like, what you do in the gym or outside that's activity, you get to showcase what your body's capable of. And then sometimes even push it to places you've never been before and realize, like, holy shit, I'm strong. Holy shit, I'm fast. Holy shit, I'm powerful. But now... The sick, weird thing that's happening in the fitness industry is, no, exercise is punishment for the food that you're eating, the lifestyle that you have. Fuck that. Like, oh, God, I am so riled up on this fucking thing. The people that I've trained over the last 10 years, just everyday folk, see this. And that's the barrier that they have to go through. That's why every new person I train, I want to make that experience the easiest possible transition in their life. Fuck, with the shit going on in this world and how people are dealing with so much mental health issues, do you think anxiety has gone through the roof for the average person? Fuck yes. Now imagine you trying to do something brand new like exercise for the first time and go into this world that you've kind of heard about through social media and other friends that are guilty for eating what they like and punishing themselves for having a, whatever they ate to get back on the health train like fuck for someone new that's a terrible terrible experience and feeling so my challenge for you the listener or the viewer in this case is to change the mindset. Guilt and the food that you eat should never be, never be, in the same thought process, the same sense, same whatever. Food, pleasure, and enjoying it should be in the same mindset, thought, whatever it is. Exercise is not punishment. It's the ability to show what your body's capable of and to train it to do the things that you want to do. Start spreading the message that fitness and health is a good thing and not a thing that you have to punish yourself in order to stay healthy. This is not a chore, it should be a joy, a hobby. So if you're one of those people that feel guilty for having a donut, having whatever, fuck that don't let anyone tell you any different you don't need that fucking negativity in your life you like i said in the other solo episode you have the tools within you to be successful remember that a lot of my solo episodes have been more about the bigger picture and you know When I first started in the industry, I was just like, this is what you got to do. This is how you're going to be successful. Eat, clean, sleep, workout, do all that stuff. But as we all know, there's more to it than just do this and you'll get this uh, outcome. And yeah, there is a lot of people out there that do really well on that, right? So like, for example, me, in two months when I was in high school... I dropped 60 pounds because I literally read everything there was that I could get my hands on about fitness and health, and it all kind of said the same thing of make sure you sleep a lot, eat a lot of veggies, eat a lot of good lean protein, and work out a ton, and I did that right off the bat, like literally the next day, did that seven days a week, and boom, there you go, it happens. People see success doing that, but the 99% out there that haven't seen that success because, like, everyone knows diets work. Everyone knows that exercise works. But a lot of people can't stick to it. So for the longest time, I've been really challenging myself to figure out what the fuck is going on with people like that. What's, What's holding them back? And I said this in my last episode with Jen about this topic of happiness. Think about that. When you're happy, you have all the motivation in the world to continue going on. An example is, you know, someone, because I have a newfound love for Harry Potter, if someone really enjoyed the Harry Potter series and they picked up a book And they started reading and they're like, holy shit, this book is giving me fulfillment. I feel happy while reading it. You better believe that that person is probably going to read that book every single day until it's done. Or be one of those crazies that end up reading it in one day. Because it gave them fulfillment and happiness in here. So I started thinking about it. I'm like, why can't fitness produce the same feeling why can't getting healthy be about fulfillment and happiness now I really really get this idea I really really understand it so I started asking myself what am I doing differently with my in-person and online clients that have been with me forever I make it an enjoyable experience that's my job I try to make fitness and health not feel like a chore or a punishment, similar to my other solo episode about fitness is not a punishment, into something that is fulfilling. You know, I have several clients that have been with me for eight years, and, you know, I want to. I would like to think it's because of my awesome, charming personality, but it's most likely due to how I structure the hour, how I converse with the person, how I set out simple goals, see them achieve, and it becomes part of their life. They get fulfillment out of it. Like, I don't think I've ever had a client, like, I don't remember the last time I had a client where they weren't looking forward to their workout, you know? And this comes back to this idea of happiness. I want to challenge everyone out there who's struggling right now to find a piece of health or fitness in their life that gives them happiness. So, an example is you know, for me, I enjoy going to the gym to challenge my body. I enjoy going to the gym where I've created a goal and I every time I show up, I'm getting closer to that goal. And a good example that happened recently was hitting my 300 pound deadlift. You know, I had a year and a half that or even two years that I set that goal out and there was a lot of ups and downs, but I knew that if I kept showing up, I was gonna get there. And when I got there, I filmed it, I felt awesome, and I was like, holy shit, sky's the limit, I can't wait to get back. So that was my example. Another example is I've had people in the past where they trained with me and it wasn't their thing And I always told myself, you know what, not everyone's going to like what I like. Not everyone's going to like the whole gym idea. But maybe there's something else out there that promotes their, you know, happiness when it comes to fitness and health. And this one person in particular that I trained probably six years ago, um, she just wanted to have fun. And I remember having a conversation with her and she's like, would you ever like incorporate like Zumba movements in my warm up? And I'm like, mm, well, it's not really my thing, and I don't see myself doing Zumba movements, and then you following along with me, because that's that just that's just not my jam. And I told her like I train a little bit differently than that, and she also she saw the benefit of training, but it's just it wasn't, you know. It didn't give her that happiness, that fulfillment. So I didn't want to fail her. So what I did was I looked around, asked around, and found a great Zumba instructor. And one day she came in and I was like, you know what? As much as I want you to keep seeing me, I know that you probably won't be successful long term if you continue seeing me because you're going to get to a point where you're like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm going to quit. And I was like, my major goal is to make sure you don't quit fitness and health. So I referred her to a Zumba instructor locally and she ended up killing it. She goes every single, almost every single day to Zumba classes and she loves it. You know, yeah, she could probably get stronger lifting heavy shit or do some more mobility stuff to help her shoulder, but... She's finding fulfillment and happiness from just doing Zumba and it's good for her health. She's moving and she's not sitting on her couch and not doing anything. And another good example, and I changed this way of thinking probably four years ago, when CrossFit got so popular, like so popular. I absolutely hated it. I hated it. I thought it was stupid. People were getting injured. It's unsafe. But... The amazing thing that CrossFit does is they build such a strong community and it attracts people to go. And I looked at it, I was like, holy shit. Like an example is that at my clinic, we have a lot of CrossFit patients and they're all the same to a point where it's almost like a family and they would never, ever leave their families They have such support for one another. They hang out outside the gym. They do everything together. They are like bonded and they get so much happiness and fulfillment from showing up in their box and doing the wad and whatever. Like, that's an amazing thing. Find. A fitness thing, a health thing that brings fulfillment and happiness inside you. Because that's going to be the best motivation ever. You following a 30-day cleanse diet bullshit, whatever you found online because your friend did this ketogenic hybrid of a diet and lost a bunch of weight and you think they found their happiness? Fuck that. Don't do that. That's not going to... Like help you long term. I want people to change their lives that when they're 60, 70, 80, 90 they're still putting around doing some sort of form of exercise because it brings them happiness. That's the ultimate goal. That's success. I'm going to stop it right there because I'm over my time of 10 minutes but let me know what you think about this concept because I think that's the key. I think that's the secret. Find something in the fitness and health industry that makes you excited, happy, and gives you fulfillment at the end of the day. And I guarantee you will be successful. That's it for me, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the listeners since day one. Thank you for all the new listeners. You guys are fucking amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Give me a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud that I'm on. And I will continue giving you the best fitness, health, and advice. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's crush the day. Let's crush the week. Let's crush the end of this year. 2020 is coming. We're going to come in hot. I mean hot. We're going to fucking crush it together. Alright guys, that's it, we'll see you around.